Hello there. You're really welcome to At Home with Breffney. It's episode 41. And in this podcast, each week we talk about some aspect of property. For example, it's either making money from property, buying property, the business of being an estate agent, or how to tackle your interior in your home. So this week I want to talk about making money from property and basically if there was a ladybird guide to it that's the book I'd like to be reading or that's the book that perhaps maybe by the time this whole podcast series ends maybe I could be writing. But the very first thing I'd like to say is that I have fallen down a rabbit hole of property podcasts. They're mainly UK podcasts and if you're interested in making money out of property Here are some podcasts to listen to. There's the Property Podcast. There's This Week in Property. There's the Progressive Property Podcast. And there's the Property Vault. And they all seem to be manned by extremely gung-ho English or Scottish people who are busy making money out of property and of course it's a bit distracting because they're all talking about the English property market they're talking about builders fees over there and I think oh my god nothing would happen in Ireland for the kind of money they're talking about you know in some of the podcasts they're talking about maybe spending five thousand on a property and I think really is that could you is it possible to get anything done for 5,000 in a property here. But maybe that's because I haven't got into the nitty gritty of it yet. But certainly my own experience would tell me not much would get done in a property for 5,000 euros here. Um, However, the general gist of everything that these property podcasts are saying is that it is perfectly possible to make money out of property without necessarily having any money to invest in it yourself. And there are a certain few ways that they go through all of the time. So I'm going to let you figure that one out when you're listening. Um, I'm, but because the English market and the Irish market are not exactly the same, I just want to start with our own basic Lego blocks of how one might make money out of property in Dublin. And in fact, to be really more precise, I'm going to be talking about how I actually have with my own eyes seen people making money out of property in Ireland. So there are nine things that I, nine ways uh, that I'd like to cover. Um, And I'm just going to whiz through them. It's really just to put some of this stuff out on the table and just have a look at it and figure out what the next Uh, steps are for all of us who are interested perhaps in making money out of property. From my own point of view during the boom we got far too involved in property so it's made me very much twice shy of getting involved in property again. However I've got I've learned a lot I've got a lot more educated I've now got uh, an estate agent's license and I've worked and I'm working in the trade I'm doing interior design I've got a lot of experience behind me now so I'm open to the concept of making money out of property again. Obviously, I already am making money out of property, but we'll come to that now in a minute. But the very first way, there are nine ways I want to look at. And the first thing is making money out of renting a room out in your house. In a recent episode, a good friend of mine, Ashlyn Grimley, was kind enough to share that she was earning 80 euros on average a night by renting out a bedroom in her house in Dublin. And she was doing that motivated by a wish to pay for some 
painting that you wanted to get done in the house. So that's basically as simple as it can get, renting out a room in your house to make some money. The second way that we can find people making money from property is me, a buyer's agent. I work as a buyer's agent. People pay me money to solve a property problem for them. And the property problem that they have is that they want to buy a house, but for whatever reason, they just can't find the time to get that thing done. So they're either working so hard or they're living in a different continent or for whatever reason, or perhaps they don't feel confident that they know the different neighborhoods in Dublin enough, etc., etc. But for whatever reason, they are happy to pay me a fee to find them a property, to negotiate the bidding on the property and to work with it until they've got keys in their hand. That's why they pay me. I, I save them time and I save them energy. So uh, the third way we're probably most familiar with is people from in terms of people making money out of property is estate agents who sell properties. <clears throat> So estate agents are also solving a property problem for people and they're getting paid money to do it. it and people who want to sell their house don't want to have to open their door to hundreds of people who may be potential buyers. So they outsource that whole problem to an agent who handles everything on their behalf. And in return, the vendor typically pays them a percentage of whatever the sale price is. Usually it's somewhere between one and 1.75% depending on wh what the value of the property is. And of course, as we've all seen, there are new people and new businesses moving into that space, charging flat fees or, um, or doing online sales for properties. But, but basically where the money is being made there is that the vendor is paying out money in order to outsource the selling of their property. The fourth one is rent to rent. The key concept here is that you rent a property from a landlord and then in turn you rent that property out to other people for more money than it is that you've paid the landlord. For example, if you're renting a house for 3,000 a month, you pay the landlord 3,000 a month and in turn you find a number of tenants who'll pay you more than 3,000 per month and you will make your margin on the difference between what your tenants are paying you and what you're paying the landlord. That's called a rent to rent scheme and is seems to be a very popular one among the property podcast listeners for getting into the property world without actually having any cash to invest. Um, so it's a way of generating a monthly income without actually investing anything. And I have seen firsthand companies do that in Dublin. So it is being done and the companies are making money using such a model. So that's a way of making money and you don't have to be a company to do it. The fifth way is buying a property adding value to it and selling it on. So some of the ways of adding value to that property are um, refreshing the kitchen and the bathroom, adding a loft conversion or an attic conversion, adding an extra bedroom by building over a garage, uh, adding a big kitchen living room that everyone wants by extending out the back, um, so there are some ways of adding value to a property and then selling it back. And you make your money by selling it 
for more than it's cost you to both buy the property and add and do the renovation work to the property and your margin is made on the difference. And it's debatable whether there's money to be made doing that in Dublin at the moment. And I'm in the process of doing some sums at the moment to see is this actually a viable proposition right now? Um, can you get the work done at a rate that still allows you to make a margin when you sell it? So I'm actively doing up my template now, going out to view houses, getting costs from builders and seeing is this viable or not. The sixth way is buying a house and building another house in the garden. So typically here you're buying a corner house or perhaps you're buying a house with a long garden and potential to build a muse house at the back of the garden. But the key thing is you're not really looking at the house itself that you're buying, you're more looking at the site that the house is on and seeing can you get another house onto that site. And you're making money from building a house on the site and selling it and uh, perhaps the existing house for more than it's cost you to buy the house and do the work. Um, the seventh one is basically probably what we understand developers to do, which is buying land, building houses on the land and selling the houses for more than it's cost you to both buy the land and build the houses. So you're typically looking at builders or developers who buy zoned land and see how many houses they can get onto it and see what is being what what's what type of accommodation is needed in that area and i guess sometimes they haven't got it right as we've all seen with ghost estates where developers bought land built what they thought was needed in the area or wanted in the area but those estates never got finished because the builders ran out of money and from the looks of the levels of occupancy of those ones that have been built perhaps the builders didn't actually build what was needed in that area in the first place so Developers don't always get it right, but if they do, that's how they make their money, by selling the houses for more than they've paid for the land and the cost to build the house. Um, then uh, an eighth way of making money is one that we've covered in an earlier podcast where I talked to Dolores Cahill about buying a property in an area in Waterford that the council was actively seeking to rejuvenate and because they were seeking to attract money and rejuvenation into the buildings in this area it was part of the living city initiative so Dolores bought the property and for the 400,000 that she spent doing that property renovating it she got 200,000 back from the county council and then she went on once the property was renovated to rent it out and that rent will go towards her uh, that rent will go towards paying the loan on the property that she has bought and in due course and in time she'll hope to have that asset um which will be a money ear earning asset for her so that's another way an eighth way which is basically taking advantage of tax incentives to renovate property and to build your asset base in areas where the government are actively trying to attract you in. The ninth and final one to think about is 
borrowing to buy property. So right now it looks like the banks have an appetite to lend somewhere between 60 and 70% of a property price to people who want to buy a property as an investment. So if you've got about 30 or 40% of a deposit, then it's likely that the banks will lend you the balance to buy a property. And the thinking here is that you'll buy the property, you'll rent it out, and you're hoping that the rent will cover the repayments on the mortgage, on the loan that you have with the bank. So that's the ninth way. You're basically borrowing to buy a property that you hope will become, will appreciate in value and you hope that the rent or you'll have done your sums and the rent will pay off your loan. So there are nine kind of really super simple looks at ways where money is to be made out of property. And I'm sure you might be listening and thinking there's a million other ways and I bet there are, but I just want to look at the ones that I have first-hand experience of, where I know people who have done this. They have actually made money out of um, these types, out of these nine ways of making money, out of dealing with property. So um, if you have any other ways, I'd be really delighted to hear from you. And if you're interested, like me, in exploring this whole world of property development, making money from property, then there's a talk on in the Sandy Mount Hotel on the 7th of May. It's 20 euros in and one of the speakers will be Catherine Brennan, who is a woman who has renovated, I think, 40 properties. So she's going to be sharing her story and I'm certainly dying to hear it. So, and there'll be other people, I think Pepper, the, um, basically vulture fund company or whatever, however, whatever words you might like to use for them. But Pepper Finance will be there talking about how they approach property. So it's the Sandy Mount Hotel. It's a Tuesday, the 7th, and I'm going along and it'd be great if you're interested to come along and maybe we could set up a network of people who want to get involved in property development and we can all share. We'll all have different strengths and we could all get cracking together. So thanks for listening and have a lovely rest of your weekend.